welcome to Real Fantasy Encounters Season 4. Today, we're beginning our Breakfast Cult campaign. Breakfast Cult was written by Etten, and it uses the Fate Accelerated system. My name is Aaron, and I'll be the GM. I'm joined by Seamus. Hi, I'll be playing Saffron Spirit Caller. Charlie. Hi, this time around, I'll be playing Maja Olsen, the second. And Nick. Hi, I'll be playing Rudy Asiari. Now, I think we begin this with a pan of the school itself, the Ganymede Institute, located on Ganymede Island uh, somewhere in the vicinity of the Pacific Ocean. Um, uh, The island is shrouded in fog uh, during certain seasonal parts of the year. And when semester two resumes, uh, you're in the midst of autumn. This takes place at a later time, however. The school is empty. The hallways are clean. Way too clean. Uh, Like they've been through there recently and just disinfected the whole place. We pan to a door with the word detention written across it and a red light stating that the room is in use. A figure lumbers down the hall. Uh, They're wearing hazmat suits. Um, uh, They're wearing a hazmat suit um, and also an armband, uh, a green armband with the word cleaner written across it. They open up the door, enter and sit across the table from three delinquent children. Bordering on adulthood, I think. Those children are you. The cleaner speaks. Man, the psychos just keep getting younger. He shuffles some paper um, uh, on his desk and also brings out a small recording device and hits record. So the room itself is completely white um, uh, and the atmosphere is oppressive. You're kind of crammed all together on one side of the table and you're like unbearably close to one another. Um, uh, The only color in this room comes from this green armband. Directly across the table from all of you, there is like this uh, mirror that you believe to be a two-way mirror. Other people are watching this. Considering the nature of the penalties that have been leveled at you, the Foundation has had to step in to coordinate ongoing investigations into alleged outer scientific practice. But it's come to the attention of the Foundation that the three of you have not been allowed to sign a written confession or even describe your version of events. This is your opportunity to do so, so don't screw it up. And the cleaner leans back. I think we'll now focus on you, Saffron. This is a flashback. The start of your story. You're on a boat. It's the Ganymede Island Ferry, and it's the only way to get to this island. There are no airplanes in and out and all produce is delivered back and forth on this ferry uh, that has been kind of commissioned by the Sunrise Produce Company. 
Sunrise Produce is big business. It's like one of the mega corporations on Earth um, in the year 20XX. Um, and I mean, this particular ferry on that you're on is a passenger ferry. It is bringing people back to the island. This is at the beginning of semester, the beginning of your first year at the Institute. And you're standing on the deck of the boat and there is this foghorn that sounds from the boat announcing to everybody that they had sighted Ganymede Island. You feel like you're being watched. There are people all around you, students, um, uh, some teachers as well who have made excursions to the mainland, as well as a whole heap of uh, sunrise produce uh, workers and salary people. Uh, Ganymede Island is somewhere where people work and live. Usually they're all students that have graduated from the Ganymede Institute as well. Um, uh, and you can definitely tell um, uh, who the, the working people are from the students uh, because there is a little more uniform to those people who've kind of settled down and are trying to make the best of their circumstances on the island. All the same, something isn't quite right. I would like you to roll me a roll here, please. <laughs> okay. Um, you feel kind of afraid, uncertain. Like a panic attack is coming on. Okay. If I had to suggest um, a roll, yep. um, uh, it would be, say, an overcome roll. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. To sort of overcome this impending sense of dread, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, the main mechanic for this game um, is that you roll four d6s. Fives and sixes are successes. Threes and fours are neutral, so they don't count toward any outcome. And uh, ones and twos are failures. Okay. And does that base into my, um, my stats at all? Because you've got the... The scale. Yeah, so um, whenever you roll a roll, uh, you choose an approach uh, to to attach to that roll. So you're overcoming something, and then you would use a stat associated with that. Okay, and that gives you a, a plus based on that yeah. stat. Yeah, so if you're sure. trying to overcome your feeling of anxiety, it yeah. would be, say, very different to um, uh, trying to determine who is watching you. Right, okay, yep, yep. Um, what I'm going to try and do then is to try and avoid the feeling of anxiety by trying to find a place to hide out on this ship. Mm. So I'm thinking that's probably more of a sneaky approach. Yeah. All right. Um, so that's six. So that is a neutral roll. Oh well, if uh, after your after you add your modifier, and my modifier is a plus one, so that's a plus one total. Yeah, that's a plus one total, which is somewhat of a success. This ferry is crowded; it is packed to the brim with people. You were sardines in here uh, because trips between the mainland and the island are few and far between. Um, uh, so, like, you kind of like muscle your way through. This is a passenger craft, so there aren't too many hiding places other than the bathroom. 
Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I sort of uh, roll into the bathroom um, and then put up like a, a menacing presence at the at the at the at the the door to try and scare anybody out of there. Nobody's in there. Perfect. So you're you're in luck. Um uh, it it smells faintly of vomit um uh, from uh, seasick passengers, mm-hmm. but it's clean enough. Okay. Um I'm going to walk up to like one of the Is there running water in this bathroom? Yeah, it's not drinkable. <laughs> That's fine. I sort of just wash it and use it to wash my face off a little bit. Yeah, um, for a moment, you think you catch a glimpse of eyes looking back at you in the mirror. Turn around? There's nothing there? Nothing's there. But at the moment you turn around, there's a knocking at the door. The door to the bathroom. It's occupied. Come on, man. It's been like 15 minutes. What are you doing in there? And they, they, he just keeps knocking. Get lost or I'll make you get lost. You'll make me get lost? I slam open the door. You come I... face to face with this, like, kind of stocky Chinese guy. Um, uh, he's, he's wearing sunglasses, and he's got, like, gel slicked back hair. Um, he's also wearing a tabletop Smash Bros. Um, hoodie. Uh, uh, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, like he's, he's, like, so much slighter than you. Um, uh, and when he catches sight of you, he, he kind of backs off a little bit and he's like, Oh, whoa, sorry, dude. I sort of squint really hard and like go real close to his face to try and get a good look at this guy. From his perspective, what is he seeing? Um, yeah, so I'm from, from his perspective, I've just slammed open this door glared the shit out of him as I sort of like get right up in his face. And what do you look like? Uh, I'm a um, seven, sorry, seven foot. (laughs) That's not right at all. Um, (laughs) uh, Five foot seven, um, sort of tall, athletic, uh, half Japanese uh, build, long black hair that sort of tapers from being um, a dark, deep purple to a crimson red at the ends, um, specked with slight, uh, like specks of gray. Um, I sort of wear a disheveled, um, school uniform that's sort of untucked and uncamped, like the, the tie is pulled down. Uh, and I'm carrying this sort of, uh, sword case on my back, um, which sort of looks like it could really be called anything, but it's definitely like it's, it has the, um, like the word sword written on it. <laughs> Because I'm pretentious. <laughs> um, and I, my eyes are also this sort of, uh, they start off at the top red and they fade, they, they gradient down to uh, purple. Yeah, this kid looks you up and down and, and sees especially the sword on your back. Um, uh, and he goes, oh, uh, sorry, man. I'm busting. Please. I didn't mean to be rude. He kind of like waddles around a little bit. <laughs> I'm sure there's other places that you could relieve yourself. <laughs> this one is... Wow. This one is the closest. Look, maybe we got off onto the wrong foot. And now he's like really stepping around. He's like, I'm Kevin. 
I'm Kevin Fong. I brush his hand away and just walk past him. He, like, dives into that bathroom, slams the door behind him, and you hear him just go, Oh! <laughs> you gotta make that poor kid piss off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Surely this can't be the only bathroom. Um, as soon as as soon as you walk outside and you and you walk past him, like you're in like the main passenger hall inside the boat, and you look around and like scope out some of the people who are here. Um, uh, you see one uh, kid who not certain. You think he's he might be an islander, uh, Indonesian descent. Um, uh, you see like a Swedish girl um, uh, who is like. Uh, Kind of surrounded by corporate types, um, uh, as well as this rather large, boisterous Swedish man um, uh, who is on a mobile phone having a massive conversation with somebody important. He's an exec. But through the crowd, fleetingly, because people keep passing in front of the person, the figure, you think you see this cat person and they're staring directly at you the feeling of fear returns someone grabs you from behind I turn around and I hold the the case of my sword up to like where they would be so I pull like I don't pull the sword out because it's in it's in like it's in a it's in a bag but I pull it off my back as if I was holding it to go and sort of like attack them with it and then hold it at, like, body height. Yeah, like, Kevin Fong jumps back, and he goes, Ah, um, look, dude, I... We're gonna be on this island for a while, alright? And I don't really want to make enemies with anybody on the first day. You're real jumpy, I can see that. You're also much bigger than I am. As I said, I'm, I'm Kevin. Uh... Maybe you and I can help each other out at some point. I'm a technomancer. Uh, kind of. I play a bunch of video games most of the time. <laughs> That's the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure how you can help me out. Man, he, like, slowly, like, eases his hand to put it on your shoulder. I sort of take a step back. He withdraws it, but he gets in close to whisper. And he says, Guy I met in this ship, we're planning something fairly big. You know, to tide us through this academy stuff. What I want out of this, like a cushy position with sunrise, that I don't have to deliver many results for. This guy that I'm working here... Like, his mind works in such a way that, like, it's second nature to him. He's a master, like, sculptor and and writer and glyph maker. Let's be friends. And every so often, I'll kick you part of our enterprise. Sounds like you've got your bases pretty much covered. But if you have something you need me to do, let me know. And I'll see if if I'm able to help. Uh, look, man, uh, uh, as long as we're cool, right? We're cool. Yeah, we're cool. I'm going to sort of just shoulder check him as I walk past. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, uh, I didn't get your name. <sighs> Saffron. Uh, 
Big S. Alright, man. I'll see you later. Wow. <laughs> and then, then he runs off and he sits over with, with um, this kid. Um, probably the kid that he was talking about. I imagine you step back out onto deck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the... You, like, you go pretty much back to the same place where you started and, like, just watch as this boat nears the harbor of Ganymede Island. It's morning. And a new semester is beginning. That's when we cut to Maja. Yes. It's the beginning of semester two. Almost. It's a day before class resumes. And you've been called to an urgent meeting uh, with the vice student council president, Lake, mm -hmm. and the principal, the headmaster of the Ganymede Institute. The hallways are a little fuller than usual. Um, uh, people are getting their bearings. Uh, it's orientation day. A lot of club signups are still happening. Um, uh, and you get to the student uh, council room uh, where the meeting is taking place. Mm -hmm. um, and you can hear, like, kind of an angry conversation inside. And a man in an orange turban and wearing sorcerer's robes comes out of the student council room and stalks by you. You don't immediately recognize him because uh, he's lost a little bit of weight um, uh, over, the, uh, over the break, but it's your homeroom teacher. Okay. Yeah, and uh, he's, he had a look of fury on his face as he was coming out of the office. He leaves the door wide open, and inside Lake and Principal Garrett are there waiting for you. The principal's the first to speak. He goes, Maja! Hey! How is my favorite student council president? Oh my god, I'm so glad you asked. I'm actually doing That's so great. good. That's great. How's your dad? Um, That's what I really want to talk about. Uh, uh, how is the big man? How's the progress on the deal? Well, how is the progress on the deal? What, what do I know? Do I know what he's referencing? Uh, depends how much your dad confides in you about the, his business dealings with the Ganymede Institute. For context, who is your father? Um, my, my father is Sir Oswald Olsen III. That's right. And he is the um, CEO and director of the, like, Earth's, the world's largest alchemist supply, like, company. We, if you have, if you do alchemy and you need physical components, whether that be crystals, like, food parts, metals, woods, anything... There is one place you go to for that, and I also gave my company a name that I did not write down. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can cover that at later. Yeah, right yeah. now he is he is uh, particularly interested in a business deal that is going on. He in in terms of um, what my father would relate to me, he would let me know enough to make sure like any business secrets didn't get scammed out of me. He, I know enough. To know not you to could, give away too much. In this situation, uh, you could roll to create an advantage. Yeah, I think that's um, what I'd like to do. And to create, like, a, an aspect, I think. Yeah, I think, so, create an advantage when creating or discovering aspects. So, 
So do I... You roll uh, 46s. 46s. Um, uh, and in in this in this situation um uh, careful or clever would probably be the best I, approach yeah i was going to say clever because yeah. i'm trying to figure out how much he knows before i sort of spill mm. what i know you could also you could also do a quick approach if it's if it's just something that oh, you oh i'm going to go with clever that's, okay. that's that works for me so that is a 5 6 4 and a 2 plus 3 Six, four, two. So that is a one, or two successes plus how many? Three. Three. So that's a five. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. You absolutely create this aspect, um, uh, which is pretty much just a statement of fact. Mm-hmm. It's a statement of fact that could be used against you is the limitation. So how much do you know about your dad's business enterprises? I think I know a fair bit because I am going to take over the company once I finish my schooling, or at least that's why I'm here. Yeah. And I've got to be prepared for that. And I know a fair bit, but I I think that the fact that I know so much can be used against me because I'm still a child and I'm still naive to the ways of, you know, the modern world outside of my home. I'm not really that good with anything that isn't to do with business. So it's quite easy and quite hard at the same time to sort of like con me over. Yeah. Do you want to take the aspect heiress in training? <laughs> yeah, okay. Heiress in training. Now do I have to spend a fate point to use that aspect now? No, because you succeeded, you get one free invoke for that aspect. Ooh. That that counts toward your next roll if you're going to roll with that. Okay. Um, uh, but I'll let you know from that create an advantage roll um, uh, that because you know a fair bit about the, the business dealings, he's probably talking about... Um, uh, so there is like a waste depository on the island mm-hmm. um because trash management on this like minuscule speck out in the pacific is a nightmare and your dad's kind of been brought in as a consultant um uh, on like like alchemical ways that they can deal with the massive trash pileup um that occurs from having like a population of a hundred thousand on this remote place mm. in most of the time a ship will come in and take all the garbage away but that, that's very costly. Yeah, it's extremely costly. Um, because it's a sunrise ship, not too much. But the they want to cut down. They want to make the process more efficient. Yeah. Um. Uh, and you probably don't know exactly how they're gonna do that. Mm. Um. Uh, but you do know that that it's on track and that construction for some sort of prototype device is going down now at the waste facility. Okay. And just in terms of the waste, is this, like, all waste or, like, magical waste? This is every kind of conceivable waste. So, yeah, there's, like, burned alchemical components. There's, like, magic broken rings and shit. As well as typical landfill um, uh, Just, like, garbage, yeah. Straight up garbage, dirty nappies, um, banana skins, (laughs) all that stuff. You actually, like, like, um, if you're in... Um, uh, the the little kind of hamlet 
mm. um, the like the student village. Um, you can see like a constant ring of seagulls over the over the landfill. It's like a, its own little trash island. Cool. Some of them glow, like <laughs> some of them. <laughs> some of them are, are obviously affected by the, yeah, the trash yeah. that they're consuming. Um, and then uh, yeah, the principal Garrett says, you know, um, uh, maybe you can, maybe you can talk to your dad. Get him to keep me in the loop about it. Like, that's the thing about Daddy. He can be very busy. I've, I just got wild looks from across the table when I said that. I apologize. No, don't <laughs> apologize. <laughs> We're the ones with the problem. We have to get used to it. It felt bad coming out of my own mouth, but that's what she would call her dad. <laughs> I actually do have his name listed here as Daddy Olsen. Yeah. Um, in the character notes. Yeah. Yeah, like... I know he's, like, working on it, and it's, like, tough and stuff, and he's, like, really busy, so, like, he barely has time to write to me, and, like, you guys are, like, totes real good friends or whatever, but I'm sure he'll, like, well. get to you, like, when he can. I mean, like, it's, I know he's, like, working on it. He's, like, got stuff down. It's, like, it's, like, there. Just be chill with it. He's, he's, he's got it. I can double check. I can send a letter out. I want you to know, Marja, that if you need anything, you can come to me. Oh my god, that's so sweet. No wonder Daddy likes to work with you. You guys are so good here. <laughs> and then the with that, the principal gets up, um, uh, and and he goes, "If you excuse me, I'm I'm very late to a meeting. Uh, Lake will be able to debrief you on everything that we've talked about." And he leaves. He he's he's got a limp as he walks out. Is that new? Yeah. Hmm. I think she sort of watches his his step. As she leaves, and she sort of waits until like the footsteps, like, fade away, so that she knows he's probably gone. And like she's been just—I think this whole time she's just been sitting on the corner of her desk, just like twirling her hair and her fingers. And after the footsteps have completely gone away, she's like, "Well, that was weird." Lake is looking at you with like fire in his eyes. You're late. Yeah. And he like like he's, he just maintains this intense eye contact with you, and he goes, "Sit down." <sighs> yes, vice pres. You're all about these rules, and she like hops off the edge of the desk. And I like... am about these rules, okay? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> you're un- you're unbelievable sometimes. I and like Lake Lake has just been sitting there while while you've been receiving this heap of praise from this principal um uh, <laughs> but he is the engine that powers the oh, student yeah. council without a doubt and it that she just she like pats like pats him on the shoulder just like you know I wouldn't be able to do it without you yeah i know question in this school do we call uh like um teachers like mr and mrs Insert last name or Usually like it's professor. Professor? Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. So, yeah, like, so what was the deal with Professor Aladir? He was like super grumpy when he left. It, it's easier to show you. And uh, he takes out his uh, university issued smartphone. Um, it's a little bigger than a smartphone. It's more like a more like a handheld tablet. Mm. Um, uh, and he he like 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 Chromecasts it to this TV setup um, in the in the office. Um, uh, and two faces flash up on there. He um uh, he points to the first one. Um, and you know who it is. 
It's Saffron. Oh my god, it's Saffy. Saffron's one of your roommates. Yes. Um, the late goes, you live with this guy? Oh my god, yeah, me and Saffy are like total BFFs. And um, the other image is of Kevin Fong. <laughs> you also live with Kevin. Yeah, where was this picture taken? These are the the university uh, f- like file photos for each student. Okay. Um, so they're taken like directly from your like your student ID, ostensibly. So what's what's the point? The point is, Marja, that there's a whistleblower. An anonymous tip from the student body has revealed that there is a plagiarism organization being run through the art department. And we've nailed the suspects down to these two guys here. <laughs> Suck shit. <laughs> um, on the left, Saffron Spirit Caller was found with a heap of these plagiarized documents in his desk last semester. Kevin Fong? The whistleblower has made specific reference to him being some sort of intermediary. He may be the brains of the entire organization. I don't think you understand how bad this looks. You are living with two students suspected of academic misconduct. Yeah, but it's just like suspect. There's no like hard proof or anything yet, is there? Like, like Safi doesn't even do art. He's like not even in that club. He um uh, he he takes out this this baggie containing. Um, uh, a number of these glyphs um, uh, that that look like recreations of the same glyph. It was just like, these are marked assessments from Al Nadir's class from last semester. All of them are the same. They're perfect recreations, Marja. Well, that's like, like I get that it's not good, but like, I'm sorry, what's your point? My point is, the headmaster would like you to keep an eye on these students. We want you to become an informant. (laughs) And as student council president, any other student council president would find that that's their duty. You know, to report on academic misconduct. The headmaster has asked me to politely request to you that you do this. But that doesn't explain why um, Professor Aladia was, like, so grumpy. Well, I guess it does, because it was, like, cheating and stuff. But what's that? Is, like, you want me to, what, like, spy on my BFFs and Kevin? Yes. Uh, and I want you to do it for the sake of the school. Oh, yeah, like, totally. Like, everyone should should work for their own, like, means and stuff. But, like, Safi totally didn't do it. So I already know. You already didn't. know. Well, like, do you have any proof? Do you have any proof that he made them? I know he's a good guy. He wouldn't do that. So it's Kevin then. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> like, 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 like he like rests his head in his hands <laughs> and he takes a huge swig um, uh, out of uh, this energy drink called Superfusion, um, uh, and like just to just to like he, like wake him up. You um, don't rely on those things too much. They're like not even organic. They're like that's like temporary energy. You could really do well with like smoothies or like kombucha or something. He's like rubbing his tem- temples, just like please. I also know a really good masseuse for migraines. I could totally give you a recommendation. 
Masha, if... Uh, okay. Please do this. If, if not for yourself, then for me. Oh, don't get me Think wrong. Think of my political standing at the school. Don't get me wrong. I totally want to figure it out. Like, it's not good. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, I'll keep an eye out on, like, everyone, I guess. Because I know Safi didn't do it. Because he's a good guy. And, like, Kevin, yeah, he plays video games. So, he's probably, like, a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's what Daddy says. <laughs> I've never played one. But, you know, they just, like, create serial killers and stuff. I feel personally attacked. Right <laughs> yeah. Um, with that, like, like he, he like rests his hands on the table and he goes, "Okay, look, that's that's the most pressing thing. Uh, there are some other things, but first and foremost, I need you to be my eyes and ears in your dorm." Of course. I mean, yeah, cheating is totally bad, and I'll try and figure it out. But again, I'm just saying, <laughs> it's not zappy. And uh, when that he goes, you can you can go now. I'm I'm gonna get back to you know running the school. See, this is why I need you. You're so good at these things. Is there like stuff I need to sign or like do anything to like some I don't know like a press release sort of thing? I, I don't know. He like he like goes through through his documents and he's just like, well, uh, I I kind of wanted to do this one myself, but there is the opportunity to do a keynote speech tomorrow at. The orientation oh assembly. Oh my god! And she like, I love speeches. I'm really good with highlighting like the words that I gotta say. <laughs> like, like just he his entire body deflates, um, <laughs> and he goes, "Yes, Madam President." Um. Oh my god! Thank you. See, this is what this is what it's all about. Like, you know, all about this like like running stuff, and I don't know. So you gotta teach me. And I think like like at that he he kind of gets back to work and he's like. Will you at least send me a draft of your speech? Of course. You Okay. Thank you. Yeah, no. Just worries. so I can bet it. Yeah, yeah. Um so like when's it like it's for tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Uh first thing, eight thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, totally easy. And um the yeah, I think uh, at that point, um there there is like a knocking at the door. Mm. Um and as as you leave uh, you open it up, and I mean, no one's there at first. Uh, but when you look like side to side to see who approached, and Kevin Fong has been outside this room. For oh my God, God knows hey how Kevin! Long. Lake like darts his head around, and and then you know like is terrified um, that that Kevin has been there. Kevin replies, "Yo, Marsha, what's up?" Oh my God, not much. I've got like a speech to do. What are you up to? Uh, Why are you here? I'm. Just between you and me, don't tell Rudy about this. He's going to think I'm a square. Uh, I picked up some extra credit stuff over the, uh, over the break. Mm-hmm. Just a couple minor things. Um, but this evening, come around to my room, because, like, I got something big I need to show you. Cool. That sounds so fun. And he goes, yeah, later, Maja. I'll see you around. Bye. And he runs off, off into the hallway. Um, uh, and I think on that, we cut to you, Rudy. Yes. This is about 10 minutes after that occurrence. <laughs> yep. And the door, like, flies open. And Kevin Fong enters the room. He has this vape pen. <laughs> and he takes a fat drag out of it and just lets, like, 
like just rips this fat cloud into Fuck the art yeah, department. Woo! Um, yeah, and he goes, Rudy. Yeah, R- Rudy's like sitting on this stool in front of uh, a stool. Sorry, in front of this uh, block of stone that's uh, probably about a, a couple feet tall. And he is. This is a, like a five-one Indonesian kid. He's got like a, a hoodie and a jumper, and he's been there like focusing on it. And he 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 sort of swivels around and goes, "Yeah, hey, what's up, man? How you been? No, doing fantastic. This this curve I've got, it's uh, Euclidean geometry at its finest. <laughs> it's like that's uh yeah, Euclid, man. I fuck with that. And <laughs> and he he like." <laughs> he comes he comes up to you and he like slaps his backpack um down the table. Um he's just like I've got the orders for today. That's fantastic. And uh, you know uh and he's like still gesturing to the sculpture. He says, "You know, when I see stuff like this, stuff that's so so smooth and so clean, it like makes all of the crime worth it, right?" <laughs> yeah, man. All of it. We are and he clicks the finger gun at you, smooth criminals. Yeah, we <laughs> that's good. It's like the Michael Jackson song. Yeah, the Michael Jackson song. <laughs> yeah. And he, <laughs> he like he rips out he rips out these these like handwritten notes, requests from different students around the academy, um, for like uh, quick and dirty uh, glyph assessments. Mm. Um and he's just like, These are yours. And he like he Takes another rip out of this this vape, and he's like, "You want a little?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, Rudy, you oh. want a hit? Rudy takes it. He's sort of like, um, just uh, he taps it on his leg, like he's like <laughs> just emptying any sort of mouth fluid that's on there out of it. <laughs> and uh, he'll take a drag of this. Yeah. Um, well, most important question: What flavor is it? This. Particular vape flavor <laughs> tastes like super fusion energy drink, <laughs> um, uh, and and it is uh, it's it's like got this sour, almost acrid taste to it, um, and that real artificial uh, kind of berry flavor underneath. Delicious. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, after he rips, it says, uh, "Don't forget, we're doing contactless payments at the moment." So- <laughs> Keep germs spread around the school down. Yeah, yeah. Social distancing, am I right? Yeah. Says also he takes a drag. It's not payment, it's fine. Uh we've got it set up going through the um there's a uh, the cultural festival fund that the school council's managing at the moment. Yeah, and he like nods yeah. his head. Just like it's yeah, that's goes in there, art club pulls it out. There's so much rich kid money flowing in and out of that thing, they don't even notice. And he, uh, he, he like nods his head thoughtfully and he's just like... Yeah, especially not with the marches of the world running it. <laughs> wow, bitch. <laughs> wow, bitch. <laughs> that, but is he wrong? I mean, he's not. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, uh, I wanted to give you this and I wanted to let you know another thing. Yeah? I'm giving this up, Rudy. You are? I, I want to get out. Uh, yeah, Rudy puts his tools down and he, he stands up and Kevin's a little taller than him, but he does <laughs> a little? walk very closely up to him. I, he takes he takes like a step back. Um, <laughs> he's like, I know, I know this is a shock, but I don't know, man. I've been getting this feeling lately, like something's not right with this. I mean, look, you should always trust your gut, Kevin. 
Yeah. You know, if, if, if you think that doing something would be dangerous from here on out, I wouldn't want you to do that. And he takes another step closer. <laughs> he takes a step back. <laughs> I think by now, like, like he's almost, like, back-to-back uh, -back with the door. And he's just like, I... I Rudy, I didn't want to freak you out with this. There's this rumor going around that someone's given us up. Do they say who's given us up? No, like, it, it, it changes. Like, some people, like, Al-Jabari knows, Al-Nadir Al knows. Uh, some people, like, uh, someone from within the art department has given us up. I heard my name being used, Rudy. I... I want him to know I would never rat us out. Oh, I, I believe you would never rat us out. Th thanks, man. Look, if anything like that comes up, you know that I have your back, Kevin. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I just don't believe that for a fucking fat second. <laughs> it's just like, but... But like, literally. <laughs> I don't know, it, it might not be a permanent thing, man. Like, maybe one day I'll get back into it, but I've got to lay low. Um, uh, I'd like to make a roll here to uh, create an advantage on him. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Because uh, uh, the uh, NPCs in this game, they all have aspects of their own. <laughs> uh, if if I can sort of glean anything off him, like I'm, I'm, I'm carefully like listening to his words and looking at his responses and seeing if I can get an aspect on him of some kind. Okay. Yeah. Um. I have a thing called a stunt. Yep. Uh, my stunt is called Dirt Unit. So advantages that Rudy creates with careful tailing. Oh, that doesn't really count. Uh, yeah. How would how are you... Wh who have you tailed to gain information? Because I don't think... Like, like this This is your operation, yeah. right? Rudy's telling you about these, these rumors. Yeah. I don't think it's a stretch to suggest that you probably know about them yourself. Yeah, I, I would have definitely followed around people in the rumors, mm. and that probably would have included Kevin as well. Yeah. So, oof, cool. Well, I start with a a three for careful, um, but that <laughs> does knock it down to a two. Ooh, um, damn, this has really actually caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, in in future, I'll I'll. Uh, ex I'll explicitly state the difficulty checks for these roles that you're making um, uh, so that the audience at home understands, you know, what what level they need to get up to. Um, uh, for context, this was a four. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, because you are using, like, an information network and what is ostensibly just the rumor mill. Mm. You don't know more than what Rudy knows, unfortunately. You know his... Oh, sorry, you don't know more than what Kevin knows, unfortunately. You know that his name has been mentioned, and you also know that yours has not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I say to Kevin, tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll let you sleep on it. I understand you're probably a bit heightened at the moment. I mean, with it's, like... It's easy to get panicky and do dumb things. With the semester coming back, and if I'm going to lay low, I'm actually going to have to study. Oh. I, he, like, he like puts his hands out like, side by side. He's like, I, I don't... I didn't even know the first thing. I didn't buy exercise books all last semester. <laughs> I've never opened the spellcasting app, Rudy. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. Just take it easy. You know what'll take your mind off this? What? Um, going and filling those orders. 
you know, get, you have a walk around the school, chat to some people. It always makes me feel better. <laughs> All right, man. I, you're probably right. I'm, I'm doing this not because I'm still involved in this operation. No, I understand. But because, like, we're friends, right? We are friends. Y- yeah. Stay alert. And he goes, thanks, man. And he reaches for the door, and the door fucking tears open. Like, it is kicked almost off of its hinges. And it smashes Kevin in the face. Like, he's bleeding from the nose. Jesus. And he's just taking, like, he slumps up uh, up against the wall in shock. Um, There is this intimidating figure standing in the doorway. She's dressed in skinny jeans, black, with high heels. She has, like, safety pins, like, like riddled through her jeans. And she comes in wearing a jacket with a, like, a skull with a ponytail, like, like coming off of it. Um, and this, like, like kind of, like, corona halo of light around the, the symbol. Um, uh, she has, like, blazing red hair flowing from her, from the back of her head. And she's wearing a fucking Jason-ass hockey mask. <laughs> she levels a baseball bat at you and goes, Rudy! <laughs> Kevin's been blasted back. Uh, Rudy scrambles back as quick as he can. Yeah. And she enters, like, real slowly. She has this baseball bat leveled at you. It has, like, nails driven through it on all sides. Two other people follow her in. One is this, uh, like, live blonde uh, woman who, like, kind of feels, like, disinterested. The same passion just isn't there. Um, uh, but she has like this, these tendrils, almost like snow pea tendrils wrapped around one of her arms. Um, yeah. and she's also wearing a hockey mask. The last person to enter is this ginormous woman, um, uh, who enters, enters the room and the room kind of shakes as she approaches. Um, uh, she, they're all wearing these matching femme fatale jackets. Yeah. Uh, now, now girls, girls, uh, uh, I know it's easy to get it mixed up, but your music club is out for the room. Down <laughs> 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 the hall. Wow. Don't get smart with me, Asiari. And he like like she she like like is like edging closer with this baseball bat. A minus. A minus. What do we look like to you, Rudy? He actually doesn't respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> Every response he has on his mouth is a smart response, so he just doesn't say anything. I'm waiting. Uh, I can, you know, you get the glyphs. Uh, I'm, I can't be held responsible for what happens between you getting yes, it, you handing you it in. Yes, you can be, Rudy. If there's some sort of a thumb smudge, you know, I happens, pay. You know, get big hands all over I, it. You know what? I give you the benefit of the doubt. If if I got an A+, I go A. That's an A+. Yeah. Rudy made a mistake, but I'll forgive him for it because I am... A benevolent individual, Rudy. I'm now my Most of your work is S rank. A fucking minus? Do the three of us look like A minus material to you, Rudy? You've got a delinquent vibe you're trying to cultivate. And then, like she looks around and like like um <laughs> peaches cracks her knuckles. And she, like, moves over uh, to you and advances. There's got to be some great sacrifice to, like, keep the authenticity, right? Authenticity? This is a grind, Rudy. I want the grades. I pay you for the grades. You, you do pay me for the grades. T- uh, tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to the girls with the pens. 
I'll make sure we don't have another mistake like this. And uh, tell you what, I'll, I'll cut you 20% off next time around. She like, she like, like looks, she goes, you know what? That's, that's a fair trade, Rudy. Fair trade. Neve, Peaches, fuck this place up. Oh, Jesus. Okay. And like, 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 like Peaches just like straight up picks up one of these desks and throws it um, uh, across the art room. Um, uh, and, and Neve like, like steps forward and she's like, Rudy, I'm sorry. No, I understand. It's business. And she like like uh, this snow pea vine wrapped around her wrist. She shoots straight through your statue. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't think that was going to happen, and he goes, "No." <laughs> After the place is well and truly tossed, um, uh, Amelia like like you know like she leans on a baseball bat and goes, "I'll be back for that twenty percent, Rudy. Don't fuck us over again." And they leave. <laughs> Great. Kevin is still on the ground. He's he's like he's just like weeping profusely, and blood is spewing from his nose. <laughs> you uh, you look about as bad as my statue does, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, look, I think I'm gonna go home. Yeah, no, you'd better do that. And he um, he 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 like reaches into the pocket of his jacket, and uh, he he pulls out. Uh, 20 bucks and he hands that to Kevin <laughs> get get yourself something cool to put on there thanks man <laughs> oh fuck Jesus <laughs> and he leaves we will cut to the next day the next day like you Marja you return home explicitly and Kevin isn't there for some reason um uh, uh Evening passes, and it's the morning of the uh, orientation assembly. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give us your speech? <laughs> <laughs> how do you introduce? Um, uh, how do you how do you speak to all of these new students? And some of them, some of them returning, uh, some of them third years who expected to be in the position that you are now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that I had a split second there where I was like, I probably should have been writing an introduction while while Nick was doing his bit. But then I'm like, I wouldn't have anything prepared. No. Absolutely not. And and like you like it is eight twenty-five. Lake has sent you like thirty-six, now thirty-seven messages going, Do you have anything? Where's that draft I asked for? Where's that draft I asked for, Marja? Like like he's <laughs> he's livid, like and and you know, when you get to the assembly hall the next day, he's there in the backstage, like he goes do you have something? I'll I'll have a look at it now. It'll take like five seconds. I promise. I'm like, don't like. So I wrote a, I like wrote like one, and then I didn't like it. So I wrote a different one, and that was just long and boring and procedural. And I figured, I'm the student council president. I got this position because I'm the person for the job, and it's just like you know, my I'm a people person. And like I connect with people and that comes from the heart and you can't put like heart on paper. You just got to let, let it come out. You can, you're going to wing it. Yeah. And like, like he sits down and he goes, fine. Um, if you need it. And he pulls out his speech. <laughs> How long is it? It's, it's dense. Like it's a dense document. Like it's, it's, if you Googled like fucking like, 
like introduction speech. Like it's it's just I imagine it reads like a fucking just like a textbook document. Yeah, she sort of looks at it and she's like, Oh sweetie, you're like super smart and stuff, but you can be really boring. And yeah, he, he doesn't say anything else to that. He like <laughs> he, he just sits there staring at the ground. He goes and then uh the principal <laughs> Principal Garrett um, uh, introduces you over the mic. I think this may be the worst characters we've ever played. (laughs) (laughs) Just like as people. (laughs) Not good. Look, there's a lot of negativity out there. Sometimes we just need a way to vent that, right? Yeah. (laughs) I I think, like, because Marge isn't used to interacting with people, and I think she sort of notices that when she called him boring, kind of got sad. She's like, it's not a bad thing. It's just like not what's needed right now. Yeah, you you know what? Maybe, maybe you're right. Like, play to our strengths, and mine's, like, being me. <laughs> <laughs> you Principal... swoop in for the save, and then you take a left turn. <laughs> Principal Garrett calls you out over the PA again. <laughs> oh, my God, that's right. I have a speech to do. And uh, she walks out on stage. Um, he claps for you as, as you come out. I start clapping back. <laughs> And hey. there is there is like you know like a roll of applause from the crowd as like that mandatory yeah, school that's probably fucked yeah mm. okay and she looks out over the podium and it's just the how how large a crowd are we talking? This is the combined crowd of um, like senior high school students and tertiary education students who are all kind of pursuing independent work, like. These they're, they're here because it's an expectation to be here. If it were up to them, they'd be at Burger Kong or, mm-hmm. or the library or literally any other fucking place else. <laughs> they're looking for brevity. You sense that in the crowd. <laughs> like, hey guys, how are we all doing today? My name is Maja Olsen II. I'm sure you already know that. But I'm here to welcome you to a new semester. Oh my god, it's so exciting. Now, I know these speeches can be like so boring sometimes. So I'm here to keep it fun and quirky and quick because we all want to be doing other things. Um, so I'm just going to say um, glad you all got in and sorry to those who didn't. Um, <laughs> I'm just really excited to like keep my old friends and find even newer friends because that's what we're here for is to just make those connections and be better people. Now, um, that's pretty much all I've got. Um, yeah, you guys have a good year. Bye. And for a moment, nobody knows how to act. And then they all kind of clap a little harder um, (laughs) (laughs) because yeah. Yeah. And then like, uh, you see, you see, like, like uh, people like, having the confidence to just stand up and leave the auditorium. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you you feel like you've imbued that culture across the the entire high school. Fuck yeah, independence. Yeah. Um. Uh, and you walk back uh, off stage. See, like it's totally fine. Look, they clapped even harder after. They kind of liked it. You, you didn't address exam block. Yeah, but like everyone knows. All right. Like, how could you not? I'll I'll organize some pamphlets or like uh, the internet newsletter. I'll I'll bring that out. Oh, no one reads that. 
we've got to make it clear to them that the exams are coming up this semester. I mean, like, how could you not know? He's like, it's, it's an expectation. Look, people come here and they want to learn at first. And then life gets in the way. We're trying to reach out to these students. Yeah, okay, no, I well, get that. I'm trying to reach out to these students. Yeah, like, I love learning and it's fun. But, like, there's less time for learning if we have to sit through all this boring, stuffy stuff. So you can just, like, put out an email or a newsletter or, like, homeroom teachers got to tell us about exams and stuff. Like, there's more time for learning and, like, experiments and fun stuff. We have to sit through all of these meetings constantly and have people tell stuff we already know. I mean, like, it just seems dumb. I think the school bell rings. Um, uh, and that signals that homeroom uh, is about to begin. Case in point, now people have time to walk back because there's never enough time to walk between classes. And now since people left early because I was so good, we have time to walk slower because it's nicer. Yeah, Lake Lake goes, I... I can see where you're coming from, but it's, it's, it's just not the real world, Marja. What do you mean? Without our leadership, this school will tear itself apart. And 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 a, a bunch of sorcerer's powers in the hands of a untrained and apathetic students can only lead to ruin. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.